Support for today's episode comes from Dean Products, a sexual wellness brand with the goal of closing the pleasure gap for people with vulvas. And I personally love the versatility of the products, y'all. You know, if it's a G-spot vibrator, you could put it on your nipple. You could put it on your clit. It's just so many options, right? And as a Boonie Breakdown listener, you can receive 10% off your purchase by using the code Boonie10. That's Boonie, all capital letters, one zero. You can purchase at DaneProducts.com. And if you forgot that, then you can head on over to the show notes in the Boonie Breakdown dot com for more information hey y'all it's your girl boonie and you're listening to the boonie breakdown podcast your source for all things responsible and ratchet all right welcome i know some of y'all are shocked as shit because i said i was wrapping up and the season was over i said that two weeks ago fourth of july week we were done that was it for season 11 but i gotta tell you when certain folks reach out to do a podcast with you, then you fucking say to hell with it. This year's shit. And we're putting out another episode for this season. <laughs> and so this week, our guest is Tahoe. Now, I have been wanting to record a podcast with Tahoe for quite some time. So shout out to the homie Shika for arranging this, making this happen. But if you're not familiar with Tahoe, he is the host of So Shameless Podcast and Hard or Soft Podcast. And what I love about him and what I love about our conversation is that he has such an open mind about a lot of topics that we give grief to a lot of black men about. Like you following me, you get what I'm saying? And so he has an honesty and a level of clarity about sex and love and relationships that I feel like a lot of black men want to get to, but struggle with it. And so that is why I fuck with Tahoe. This is a bomb conversation. Um, So you want to stick around for that because this is one of the people on my little podcast guest wish list. And we put a motherfucking check next to it. All right. I think there's an announcement later in this episode, too. So you want to stick to the end, the end, the end, the end of the episode. <laughs> but it is a good one. I promise you. All right. My pick of the week. Um, I'm going to name drop Sheikah a lot this episode. But Sheikah had put it in our Patreon group chat um, to check out The Bear. Um, it's a show over on Hulu. Well, I guess it's FX, but I guess it's on Hulu too. I don't know. But it's so good because it stars Lip from So Shame. I'm so shameless. <laughs> from Shameless that was on Showtime. Um, it just got renewed for season two, but it is so, so fucking good. It's very stressful. It's a comedy. It's based in Chicago, but it's some black folk. It's some Puerto Rican folk. It's white folk. It's white trash. It's all that shit. But it's done really, really well. And I feel like the way it's shot, it's very stressful. And it's based about um, he comes back home to save a family business, essentially, is what it is. But it is really, really good. I think it's 10 episodes, 30 minutes, very quick, very good watch. So check that out on Hulu. Housekeeping. Housekeeping. Come back later, please. Housekeeping. Not now. Okay, first up for housekeeping. So again, season 12, we're taking the summer off. Season 12 will start back after Labor Day, all right? So after Labor Day, we will be back with new episodes of the Boonie Breakdown. So go ahead and mark your calendars for that. Also, if you're listening to this the week it drops, July 18th, then Baltimore 
I will be seeing you at the Boonie Breakdown live on July 23rd. We have sold out. There are no more tickets. I know there's a wait list, but if anyone backs out, then I will go to the wait list and the order that you're on the wait list and shoot you an email to say, hey, someone can't come. We have space. But they told me today I went for a walkthrough. They let me squeeze in a couple more chairs. They told me no more, no more, no more. So that is it. We have no more tickets for the Booney Breakdown Live Baltimore, which is awesome. But you know, Baltimore, D.C., Philly, Jersey, all of you great folks. If you missed out on this show, you know what the fuck you can do. You can head on over to our show up in New York. Um, that is happening Saturday, August 13th. So again, we have Saturday, August 13th up in New York. That will be a great fucking time. And it's like a matinee show. So you can come to the fucking show at 2 o'clock. And be back home in Baltimore to sleep in your bed that night if you don't want to fucking, <laughs> if you don't want to fucking spend the night in New York. But I would encourage you to do so because we trying to fuck up. I know we trying to go to a rooftop. I got to make that reservation, actually. But I know we trying to go to a rooftop. We trying to party. So just get a fucking hotel room. Stay the night and go back to Baltimore, D.C., Philly, whatever on Sunday. All right. So you can head on over to thebooniebreakdown.com backslash live to get your tickets to New York and then we'll also be down but we'll be back in season before this show but we'll be down in Raleigh uh, North Carolina the Raleigh dorm area uh, Columbus Day weekend on Saturday October 8th all right so tickets for all shows thebooniebreakdown.com backslash live all right so it's not a lot of housekeeping because our season was over but like I said Tahoe hit the phone we recording so we're back that's it for me (laughs) I'm gonna shut the fuck up and we're gonna get ready to break it down hey guys it's your girl Boonie and this is an episode I've been excited for for a long time and I gotta shout out the homie Sheikah because she kind of made it happen she's my I guess my manager so she was able to get podcaster extraordinaire Tahoe here oh my god what's up y'all look I don't stretch I'm not a extraordinaire extraordinaire that's big man I I feel like what I love about you is because you bring something different to the space right and I wanted to talk about this with you so we're just gonna go there I feel like we've watched you evolve a little bit those of mm-hmm. us who followed you along for a long time. Yeah. It's been a long <laughs> road. It's been a long, long road. And the shit that I got coming up, oh my God. I think it's dope. Who am I? Who am I right now? But I love like, it. Because you also hear, and I'm somebody, I'm still in my 30s. I'm 37, right? And so I tend to date men in their 40s. And I feel like they be stuck in their ways. And I feel like what I like about you is that you show that there's somebody out there who's willing to evolve and change. And I feel like of all these little podcast clips you see go viral, they be talking bullshit, a lot of them. A lot of them. It's, you know, the the, the worst things in the world go viral. The worst thing. That's because everybody has a reaction. So viral is the reaction to some shit that's being said, right? Like, and it's fucked up, you know, because the pressure from society makes you feel like you have to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. You have to, or they're going to come for you, or everybody's going to laugh at you. I remember growing up, 
I don't know where it came from. It was like, everybody's going to laugh at you. And it was like a big <laughs> thing not to be the person laughed at. Fortunately for me, I'm an only child. Are you really? Most of my life, I've been laughed at. After a while. You don't act like an only child. Maybe you do. I think I do in some ways. Yeah, but then do. again, you got to remember that I've gotten a lot older. And then most people only see the character I put out there, mm-hmm. right? So you ask my girl, you ask my kids, especially my daughter. She might be like, <laughs> but um, over time, I've just stopped caring about what people think because I never get it right anyway. I never get it right. I'm always pissing somebody off. I'm always like, and I, I said this on one of my shows recently, like, yo, I've spent so much of my life trying to avoid judgment, whether it was for my parents then it was my friends. Mm-hmm. Then it was girls, women. Then it was society. I, I, I'm always trying to reconstruct to fit into something my entire life. So now you just like, fuck it. No, it got to a point where I didn't know who I was because I've been trying to be the right person for this crowd or for that crowd or for this room or for that room my entire life. And I never got it right. So I started realizing that you had, what, 7.8 billion people. Even if I got half, right, I still got 3.9 billion people that are pissed the fuck off no matter what I do. I think that's a good point because it's exhausting trying to please everybody or to make you fit into what they want you to be. I like getting my ass hit. I don't care. Sorry. Can I say that on the show? You absolutely can. Like, I here's like the it. thing: Can I say something? I still ain't. I, I have not ate an ass, and well, I don't. I, I don't know that I would say no, but I'm also going to not offer it either. I'm not a person <laughs> that requests, right? So it's not like I'm like, yo, you're not tooting it up. <laughs> you know. You're not doing that for it? Like, no, I'm not going that far. But I have realized that I do like different shit. I like experimenting sex after a while. Like, it's almost the same as if you always having sex in the bed. Always? You're like, all right, now on the side. Okay, now on my knees. Okay. You know, you know what they're giving you already. You know what it is. I hate that shit. I hate and I was, it. I was dating somebody for a little bit where I don't want to say I could tell time, but I knew, I knew the whole deck of cards. I knew, I the knew whole somebody deck of cards. who I knew what they were going to say. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what do you I'm say? Now, what do you say I'm during sex? Like, I'm not, what do I say during sex? Yeah. Like what's your favorite thing? To say. Fuck. Fuck. Okay. Shit. And I'm in that pussy. I'm in that pussy. Like when you in that shit and you hear that shit. The sex noises. Oh, <laughs> I'm in that. Oh. And then when you get to that point, because there's a point, and we spoke about this on Heart of Soft. Um, that's one of our podcasts. We talk about things that make men hard, things that make men soft where you can actually get into like a a pocket of the pussy. And the pussy pocket to me, I don't know what anybody else is talking about. To me, 
it's when you're like right there and you're just in that shit. And it's like, it's like suction. Like yes, you. it's like you, and you keep hitting that one spot and it's just like, and it's like very, it's a beautiful. You feel like you're in it right now. I'm, I'm, uh, it's a you're reminiscing. And you're not always in it. There are sometimes as a man, you know, when you don't fuck somebody right. And it's not that you didn't get in the pussy pocket, but you just know that you didn't get in that shit. Like you didn't rock that shit. But there's a level past rocking it. Just fucking, you know, a lot of guys just fuck, fuck, fuck. When you were essentially into each other and you just find yourself in this one position in her vagina where you're just matching. It's just matching. Your sexual energy versus her sexual energy and your bodies, they are all in alignment at the yes. same time. And it's just like, and that shit, and that's the noise. <laughs> but that's the noise. I love it. It's like, <laughs> you just be like, oh, and she feels it. And it, it's, there's something for me about knowing I'm hitting that spot. So you really get off on knowing that you're pleasing the other person, right? Like, um, I think, or do my- you, feel like you both have to take responsibility for what's happening there, but you still enjoy that I'm doing this for her. When you say take responsibility, what do you mean? Because I feel like, and this is, I've talked about this in my podcast, where I feel like women sometimes like to fall on the scapegoat that niggas don't know how to fuck. But I feel like a lot of that comes down to women have let a lot of men for years skirt by and you faking it and shit. So I feel like at some point when you're there, I take responsibility for my orgasm because I'm here and I'm present, but I feel like I'm also responsible for the person who I'm laying with. You need to have a good time too. So I'm not going to be here bumping a log for you, but I know I'm going to I'm going to speak up and make sure I get mine, but I want to please you too. I love that. You know, you're one of a kind when you say that. Oh. You sound like somebody that's had this conversation before because you're aware. Yes, women, y'all let us fuck you, which is amazing. Thank you. I appreciate you all. You <laughs> are the real MVP. You let me inside your body. You let me fuck. Like, I'm actually in there fucking you. Like, yo, this shorty I seen at the bar, she was amazing. Her dress was crazy. Heels was up. Oh, we. And you actually got to the point where you let me put some of my body inside of your body (laughs) and you like it. I love you for that. My problem is this. Okay. You don't tell me when I'm not pleasing you. You don't. You just let me do whatever. And you got me thinking I'm rocking some shit. You got me thinking. And now you're talking to me different. You're not answering my texts and say, why? (laughs) It's not my fault that what I'm doing isn't pleasuring to you because you never communicated that to me. Somebody liked it, or all you bitches been lying. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but that's facts. But for some men, me. that has the case. I feel like some men. It's no reason why. I, true story, because I don't mind having the difficult conversations. To your point, I'm letting you inside of me. This is going to be a good time for both of us. So I had to have the uncomfortable conversation, my dude. That wasn't it. Like that, that wasn't it. And then it was the the natural retort. Well, all the other, well, I'm I hate to break it to you. I'm sure some of them was lying or faking. So as I'm talking it through, I realized he had a one-trick pony. He had one stroke, one like that's all he knew. And so, but I was happy that he was at least eager to 
try new wow. things. Now that's big though, because I already spoke about what women don't do. As a man, I have been the guy to be offended when you told me my shit wasn't right. Mm-hmm. Like what? Like, why are you talking to me like that? Like what? Like I'm offended. So now I'll put you in a place where you don't even feel comfortable speaking to me about your desires or what would make it right. When you tried to be honest, right? It's hard for men because two things that make men feel like men. Your wallet. Sorry. Yeah, that's <laughs> I was like, what's up that? Okay. Right. Your wallet, having money and having good dick. Those are two things that make men feel like men. And yeah. I think that, that I think those are probably the only things. It may be anything else. I'm not sure. But I believe they're all connected to having good sex, good dick, and having money. So for you to tell me that my dick ain't good <laughs> is ego damaging. It is embarrassing. It, I think some men would say emasculating, but it isn't. But some men would say it. it's because you're stealing my man. Mm-hmm. I thought I was that nigga. I, my woman, my lady said to me once, she's like, yo, you're not eating my what's. I feel like you eat pussy like it's a birthday gift or something. Like every once in a while, like I get to <laughs> eat pussy. And I, I had to think about it. And it was like. You're right. I'm sorry. I need to do better. Mm-hmm. What can I do? Do I need to do a 30 day fast? Like really just eat pussy. Like what do I need <laughs> to do to get over the embarrassment? Because at the end of the day is some things aren't. You're not always right. You're not always, you're not always right. Some things aren't. You're not always going to hit it. You're not always going to get in the pocket. Listen, I tell I've told friends that. I remember the day a man told me. I couldn't suck dick. That hurt my heart because the first I, time I heard I it. Mouth for that though. I ain't gonna hold you. Like your whole head, you gotta <laughs> suck dick head. I could tell you can fit bad dick in your head. I'm sorry, no offense, but I, I will take tell. it as a compliment. Actually, it's, that's your head. I can tell you, hey, head. See, yes, you have some head on you. <laughs> <laughs> so I was literally like taken back. Like no one has ever said this. Okay. But he likes a he likes sloppy toppy, and that's just I don't like spit. So mm-hmm. you have to tell me that because I naturally will try to lick. I don't like to. I don't like the foamy. It's, I'm a texture person. Oh, oh god! So when he said it, I had to take it as a like. Oh. I can't do it. I can't do it. Like I, I, had, I had to suck it up and put on a show for this nigga. Cause like you're not going to tell me <laughs> that I can't suck dick. Like you're just not going to tell me that. And but so everybody likes different. Yeah. So I think, and this was back in my twenties. That was my first time ever having to have that flip switch. Like, bitch, you can't do the same thing for everybody. Cause he like it this way and he gonna like it this way. So, but I think even for me, I think a lot of women also feel like they got the best pussy and they do everything right. Right. Cause I feel like the critique of sex usually goes towards the man. It goes towards what? It goes towards the man. In heterosexual situations. You know, it's so funny to me. I was just talking about this with my girl today. If if I don't make you come, I get shattered for it. Like I feel like I'm just like crucified. 
If I don't put in the work to make you come, I feel a way. You feel a way. It's on. It's you are, you know what I mean? Whatever. But if I make my girl come three times and I don't come, I don't care that I didn't come. Hmm. I am like, I made, she's like, well, I'm like, I made you come three times. I'm good. You may walk away feeling like, damn, I didn't make him come. But I'm like, I feel like that nigga. I made you come three times. Like, yo, that's all right. When you go to, when you leave, I'll, I'll watch porn. I'll right. <laughs> it's a nut, it's a nut. But I made you come three times. That's, I made my day. That's the difference between men and women. Mm-hmm. Women really take making their person come seriously. Like, whereas I, well, I guess it's the same thing. I feel like if I don't make you come, women feel crazy. If you don't make me come as a man, I don't judge you mm-hmm. i don't think like uh you were horrible you know what i'm saying but women will we will be like, women oh, will drag <laughs> going back women will drag you you yeah. understand what i'm saying he's a no nut connoisseur <laughs> you know yeah, what i mean so, so they will... I, and i feel like too because you, you it i mean new york is a bit bigger than baltimore but i feel like baltimore is like two degrees of separation here like every out there Oof, i oh. love y'all do, do you love Baltimore girls? I, I feel like Baltimore girls are slept on. But anywho, that's another conversation. Um, I've done my favorite sleeping on with. Uh, <laughs> our- <laughs> Listen, uh, some of our listeners, their ears just perked up. Like, wait a minute. But y'all remember he got a girl. He got a girl. I mean, we live in a, a, a poly life. We enjoying life. You can holler. Oh, well, shoot your shot then, bitches. Pull up. Shoot your shot. I just got, I just got today. We were having a convo about her having sex with men. And I'm just having to have to, like, we're doing a play party July 23rd. And we're going to be open. We're going to be doing us. She might do her. I'm going to do me. And we're, we're having this convo about limits and what's good and what's not. It's kind of, I'm not as, because I think I might get turned on by it. I think you represent, like, the new frontier of sexually evolved Black men. Right. Like, I can't say I've ever heard a black man <laughs> say, I think I might get turned on by watching my girl be fucked by somebody else or fuck somebody but, else. And I told I told her because a lot of guys like, whoa, what? Yeah, that's an immediate reaction. Yo, I'm each of us. We are black men. I need you to realize that you have feelings that are valid to you that you do not need to be validated by anybody else. You do not have to fit into the statue of a black man. That shit is nothing because most people who try to do that have a million other thems that they do behind closed doors. Now, us growing up, I'm speaking to the black men. Real. What's real? Real is you not being fake to whatever your desires are, whatever they are, and standing in that saying, that's who I, that's who I am. What I'm trying to tell y'all is yes, me and my girl have experienced so much sexually this that and the other that I'm like, yo, you know what? I don't care. Yo, do you. You let me do me. Do you. I want to be able to provide my lady with whatever. I don't want her to have to, 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 to go sneak it somewhere else to feel like another nigga treated her better somewhere else. So yes, if she needs something else, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to make sure she got that. So how did your conversation shape up to decide to be Polly? Because I've done episodes about that. 
had great people on discussing it. But I think people feel like, especially Black people, this is new to them and I'm doing air quotes on new, right? And so how did you even broach that? Who brought who brought it up? Did you bring it up? She approached you about it, it? With her. The reason I brought it up is because when we first started talking three years ago, um, she told me she liked women. And I was like, yo, then you should be dating women. You know, I, she's like, no, but I like men. I'm like, I know. But that don't mean that you're not going to like women. Mm-hmm. And you are an individual. You are a person. Like, you are living this life. Like, this ain't the age where you're with somebody for 50 years and you got to live the way they want you to live. And that's it. It's, it's, that's over. It's over. The internet, as much as crazy as it sounds, changed <laughs> everything. It did. I want you to be your best. And I want to be the person that stands by you that while you're your best and you at your best date men and you date women because that's what you like. And let me tell you something different, something else. I'm going to provide you women. I want to bring you women. No, this ain't for me. I ain't got to, I ain't got to watch. I ain't got to, I ain't got to be involved. I want you to have your experiences and, and, you know, just be honest. Pardon me. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, be honest with me about them. You know, that's all I really want. And I think Kanye, as crazy as he was, he was right when he said, yo, um, love is cursed by monogamy. And the dis- the, um, but he said something is don't lie to me. Like, just don't lie. Be honest. When we started having those conversations, you know, we, we, we started branching off into different ways of sex and um, using vibrators and uh, male sex toys and, you know, all of those type of things. And, um, we realized that, yo, me personally at 47, I'm 47. I don't want to be single after this relationship, trying to figure it out again. I don't want to be trying to like at the bar, trying to figure out how to talk to these young girls, (laughs) whatever. I don't want to go through that. And I told her that early on in the relationship, I don't, want to be in a relationship. Um, But we started doing so much exploring and communicating that I kind of was like, what's the point of not being in a relationship if I'm able to have these type of experiences with my partner anyway? That's kind of dope. That's fire. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, so... The evolution of that now is the fact that we've been throwing sex parties. I have a sex podcast. Um, we're doing all of these things, but we haven't really crossed into the other things. But I also told her that the thing for me is the experiences. I love the experiences. I don't need other women. You're the baddest chick probably I've ever had in my life. You look crazy like crazy like yeah see her booty she bad crazy (laughs) crazy beautiful she's she's like she makes the craziest sounds in bed she's horny all the time she cook her ass off she works she runs one of my businesses like she's amazing um but the experiences is i think a thing that drives men a lot of times you don't really care about these chicks that you be fucking you just be wanting to get them and get them in bed and it's like you take you know what i mean and then you realize oh shit i lied to her for like two weeks to get here <laughs> i just wanted you know what i mean to have I'm this just lying to fuck. yeah and um 
So I explained that to my girl, like, yo, I just really want to be having experiences, whether you bring them to me or you allow me to have them or I allow you to have them and watch. You know, at one time I hired some doms for her birthday to come and just work her over. And that experience is the day that I realized I want to do this for her forever. Like, I really want to, you know, have these type of experiences. So I'm sorry, I've talked for a long time. Um, That's how we got to this point where we're like. What's next? Where are we going with this? I think it's always cool for me talking to people who kind of put the rules away, right? Like, I feel like monogamy is not normal. It's just popular, (laughs) right? Like, and I feel like as the more people see examples of this and how it plays out and what it looks like, I feel like they would be willing to explore that themselves. It's society's judgment. It's the judgment. There's a million things that you might want to do, right? Like, say my hair. I always wanted to see what I look like with blonde hair. Do it. Chris Brown with that shit. I was like, yo, I want <laughs> Not breezy. But I got to walk around outside in Brooklyn. That's real. And I'm like, that judgment, that fear of what people are going to say walking into work walking down the block, going in the corner store, you just like, yo, you know what? You know, I got waves instead. You know what? Let me just keep these little waves right here. I'm, I'm chilling. You know what I'm saying? The society's judgment runs everything. Mm-hmm. And now I'm not the kind of guy to tell you monogamy isn't the thing because the thing can change. You can be monogamous with one person because that's how you feel with mm-hmm. that person. And the next person be like, yo, let's be poly. Let's have these experiences. Absolutely. Like, and you can go back to monogamy, right? The thing is, is that people say, this is the way. And that's just not true. It's just not. No matter what we're talking about, you might like your egg sunny side up. I don't fuck with that. I need my scramble heart. That's how yeah. I eat my shit. You understand what I'm saying? You might like ox or whatever the fuck they be putting on your bagel. I need mines with butter and a little <laughs> bit of strawberry jam. That's how with I you. eat. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? No, I we follow. We all locks. That's what it's called, locks, not ox. But everybody's different. Taste change, feelings change, people change. And we should be allowing people the uh, space to do so. The problem yeah. is society says you have to be right here. In this rigid hole, and this is all right. you can do. Yeah. That's it. And... To me, that's what I'm fighting. To me, that's why I'm saying fuck everybody. Fuck what they think. I don't care. Don't fuck with me. Don't fuck with me. You don't have to fuck with me. I'm okay. I have my plants. Look at my, I have plants. I don't need you, nigga. How is Gucci doing? <laughs> Gucci died. No, Gucci ain't make it. Nah, Gucci died. Um, You tried. This is going through it. I think your plants live through the shit that you're going through. So when you're going through some shit, they going through some shit. So that's real. It's funny. I'm not a plant mom and I was going to start, but I do. This is, I don't even think I've shared this story in the podcast. I had a fucking real, I do real Christmas trees every year. Mm-hmm. I got COVID right before Christmas. So I had the heat in this, I had the chills. I had the heat in this motherfucker on like <laughs> 85. It was a fucking infestation in my Christmas tree. And, um, it was praying mantises everywhere. What? In my what? house. What? <laughs> and thank God my best friend was here. They were just hatching. They were like this little, like they were, they were baby, but it was, they were everywhere. They were all over the walls in here. I was 
Christmas tree, had to throw it. Like, it was a whole ordeal. I just want to know, did you actually hatch them with the heat? I think so, because where the tree is, it's a, it was a vent right there. So you were like their mama's vagina. <laughs> oh, nigga. Because <laughs> don't they sit on them to hatch? So you made it their mama's vagina's heat in there. That's how hot that shit was. That shit was 98.7. Yeah, it was hot as fuck in here. Because I was so cold. I was like, I just kept, I just had the chills really bad when I had COVID. Oh, my God. But it was praying mantises every fucking where. How'd you get And so now I'm so terrified. Somebody gave me a plant because my grandfather died a couple months ago. And a motherfucking... Something flew up out that shit. I threw it away. I said, I, I got traumatized. I'm not ready for plants because I thought about them goddamn mantises. I couldn't sleep for like two days. Yeah, I think that these plants represent something. <laughs> um, I think they represent growth, softness, sensuality. Um, in my life, I think they say something about where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? So. No, you really tend to them. I would never. Yeah, I would never did this years ago. Never. Never. I'd have been. See? Napping my blunts in the fucking ashes. <laughs> that's what we call growth, yo. That's what we call growth. So I'm going to ask you I'm going to ask you this. Would you, we, so I've played this game, Would You Rather, on Wednesdays on Instagram. I'm with it. So would you rather have your sex tape leak or your nudes leak? Sex tape. I'm a grower, not a show. And you answered why? Busting ass. And I'm, listen, I'm a, I'm a show, okay? They call this the listen. I'm I'm about my business. You understand? And yeah, <laughs> okay. You said it earlier that I seem to enjoy my partner's pleasure. I am a person that can watch almost any type of porn that I can see face. Hmm. I need to see the face. I need to see that you're enjoying what's going on. I need to see. So when I'm having sex with somebody. I need to know you're enjoying it. Otherwise, I can't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I don't nut until I hear you. <laughs> then I'm like, ah, yes. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I, I, I do my shit because I realized you was really enjoying it. So, so what's I, your... get it. I get to it. So if I grabbed your phone or your iPad, because you were the nigga. It was you. It just triggered. That made me buy that iPad yes, pillow yes, holder. Yes, yes, that shit is clutch as fuck. <laughs> right now, that shit right on my bed. I don't know if you can see back there. <laughs> that shit on my bed, right? That now. shit is clutch as fuck. So, if I grabbed your iPad right now, what porn category would I find? Um, that's nasty. I mean, it's his son fucking his mom's. You're I, into I those videos. Nasty. I'm into some nasty shit. I ain't gonna lie. I've watched every single type. I don't care what it is. I've watched hentai today. I watched maybe porn maybe for about an hour of my day today. I'm a, I'm a very very um, horny person. Okay. So have you watched like porn with trans people? Yep. That shit fucked me up, and not in a this not a fucked up bad thing. I think it was just very like it was a visual feast to see a I guess that's a trans woman. Yeah, she saw the dick. So it was a trans woman with these big ass pretty titties and this, I mean it was a pretty ass dick. 
and she's getting fucked. Black trans girls, I ain't gonna hold you. I'll be like, yo, this bitch is an Amazon. Like, this bitch is Fudanari. Crazy. It started with me watching that because I'm a person that likes people being pleased. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about for me. Like, I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't categorize what, where that stops. I like seeing people get pleased. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's crazy to me. So my thing with that was, I, I think I watched a video where she was having sex with a, a trans lady who was having sex with a girl mm-hmm. or something. It was three of them. And I was like, you know, that was so fascinating because it was so many pieces. Like she's getting fucked, but then somebody was sucking her dick and it, oh, and it was just a lot happening. <laughs> and the thing that's crazy is when they nutted, when the dude, so the dude's fucking the trans girl and then she starts nutting. I'm just like, oh, that- this is wow. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. the thing, you know, I've watched a lot of different shit. I've watched old ladies. One of my favorite nutting videos is an old couple. They got to be like 78, 80 years old. You like geriatric you right porn? Now, if, I, if I show you this porn, you have to text me the link. You're gonna you're gonna grab your uh your bullet. You're gonna have to text me the link. If I show you this, I'm telling you right now. I put it in my favorite, so I have it. It's Geriatric just, porn. That's one category I have not gone to. Came so hard. You rewind this shit about three or four times because it's an old man too. I you can't see him. All you see oh, is okay. You know it's her because her pussy look old. <laughs> What does an old pussy look like? <laughs> I can't say that I've seen an old one. It just looks like saggy, foldy, like the legs, wrinkly. No, it's just not. It's not it. It's not. It's it. the gravity pull. Yeah, and that's a, that's another thing. I watch a lot of porn and things that I would never have sex with. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's just the excitement. And she came, and she squirted. And you knew it was a real squirt. A lot of y'all ladies be trying to squirt and y'all be peeing. peeing. No offense. Hey, it is what it is. No, some squirt is squirt. Some squirt is squirt. They got to take, um, what you call it, class. Sexual essential. Yes. She's who gave me this pillow right here. Sex is essential. She's amazing. She really knows what she's talking about. She really but does. A lot of women force pee out. So a lot of times you have a sex and you can, your body's supposed to shut down the, the area where your pee comes out or whatever. But if you lose control, you, you do. Yeah. Cause it feels like you're pee. about to pee sometimes. So yeah. You the pee. Um, but on the other hand, there are women that do squirt secretion that is in a space right above the bladder. And it's, it's squirt. This woman in particular, now me personally, Hey, listen to what I'm trying to tell you. You don't care if it's pee or squirt. You just, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here gotcha. to tell you, I don't care. Tahoe is a nasty nigga. We I'm got nasty. it. I put my, my tongue in your butt. I chew on whatever uh dingleberry you got, spit it right out, keep going. I don't care. care. <laughs> We're here for the business. It's business to be taken care of. I ain't got time to be doing all that. That is commendable. I ain't got time for all that. But some people can really, really squirt. She squirted, and then when he after she squirted, 
she put, he put, or she, she tried to put his dick in, but she was shaking too much. Once he put it in, she like stiffened up. She's like, huh. And then she went hard with riding. He said, pop, 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 pop. I was like, ah! <laughs> nope. I got to see it. I got to <laughs> send the link. <laughs> you old. Oh. Anyway. That is, yeah, geriatric porn. That's a new one for me. Yo, I'm, I, listen, listen. I do feel like, I feel like I need to do that a bit more. I feel like I've only watched myself on video with one particular person. And I feel like I've had some sexual experiences with others that should, that were definitely watchable. And I feel like I, that's something I need to do. Like I, I, I should record them a bit more. Yeah. My girl said that, Oh, we used to, you know, it's funny. We get into relationships and you get into the routine. Mm-hmm. She's like, what happened? We used to send each other news. We used to send each other videos. It's, it's crazy because I am against right now. I will. I do not want to start having sex in the bed anymore. Why? What do you have against the bed? It's just too mundane. No, I love the bed. But you're in a relationship for three, four years. Uh, it's you're most likely going to do it in the bed. Got you. And you you want your girl walking to work the next day like he fucked this shit out of me. You I want her to flashback. You don't want her looking at the dude on the train like, oh, yeah, his shit hanging. And it's not that you don't, because, of course, they do. But you want her to be thinking about you when it comes to your creativity, the things that you do to her. You want her like it's not that she's not going to notice other people. Mm-hmm. We're all going to notice other people. But you don't want her wanting or feeling like it's routine, feeling like because we all have we all have needs, wants, sexual expressions. You want to be open for all of that. You know what I'm saying? So if I'm laying in the bed all the time and I'm hitting it from the back, I'm going missionary, I'm hitting it from the side. I don't want her thinking like, yo, that nigga looked like he could, if I was on the train rails, (laughs) plowing me, that would nice. No, I want to be a nigga that took on the train and knocked her shit down on the rail. I don't know. I'm just saying. You just want her to have pussy flashbacks of you. I want to be, I want that, to be everything when it comes to my lady, when it comes to those things, even if I'm providing other niggas to do it. Because I know another nigga wouldn't do that. That is I would, I, one of not my debatable. Of late is her, her giving me head and I'm in the play party. We're, we're doing a play party. I told you that. And I call a nigga from the courtroom. Yo, put him in the comment. Yo, fuck her real quick for me while I'm getting head. So we also had you all right? Majesty. <laughs> I might have to make a call after this. We also had Majesty from the fun sexual one, and she was talking about play party. She did like a play party 101. For she's her. really good at it too. She's really, really good at it. And I think the part that people miss is that you can go and you don't really have to. Do you, no, you, don't to, you don't have to perform. You don't have to. No, you don't. Um, with, with the one I'm doing, and I think Maj is, is great at this, too. Um, I'm providing other things for you to do. So we're doing intimacy workshops. We're doing breath play um, tutorials or asphyxiation, like learning how to choke. Because even me, I'm scared. I'm still scared to choke. I might choke, but I know I'm not going crazy. And some women like going crazy. They want your yeah. shit through. 
So we have people that's there to do that. We have intimacy wrestling. Um, and then we have like a glory hole that we're setting up. We have the fuck machine. So you can just sit there with your own. The fuck machine comes with its own vibrator and it controls the vibrator controls the fuck machine. So you can just do that. You can just sit there and do that. Or you can just be a voyeur. You can just yeah. be a voyeur. You can just sit there and watch. You know, what you I mean? get very turned on by watching all this shit, y'all. And that some people like that, that to know that dripping. someone's watching. Your shit be dripping. Drip, mm-hmm. drip, drip, drip. You heard? And um, you go home and you jerk off. You know, it's funny because normally when I'm at a play party, I don't have my best sex. I have my best sex when I get home from the play party. Okay. So, you know, you have your fun, you watch, and it's just like watching porn and all that. And then you and her walk in the door and, then, and you just put your dick dead in her ass. Like, nah, we... It's on for about an hour and change. You fucking because you just got to let out all of that sexual sexual energy that you just ingested from this place. So how long does your play party? Is it going to last? Like, um, like time start, frame wise for somebody who's like, well, oh, I'm listening. I'm interested. I want to go. What do you mean how long does it last? Like the time of the. Yeah. Um, doors open at eight. It starts at 10. Um. It like officially starts at 10, the classes, the workshops, you could do whatever you want from eight to 10, but, um, and then open. So the workshops are breath, breath, play, asphyxiation, play, um, the intimacy workshops. Um, and then at 12, we start the open play and that's until four. So you can do whatever you want from 12 to four. You can just watch, you can play, you can go to the glory hole. You can, Use the fuck machine. We have a lot of body workers. We have a lot of body workers that are coming. And body workers are people that massage you, that spank mm-hmm. you, that do BDSM. Um, actually, my my chiropractor is coming as a body body worker. Let me tell you, my mother set me up with one of them Instagram massages. Child, this nigga. <laughs> you know, I would not be filmed, but I definitely would do it again because he literally rubbed everything but my clit. And I was like, God damn. He said he's doing it all. Yeah. I was like doing it all. But I said, and are you okay with women touching you, doing things to you while you do your job? He said, I, I like that. I want that. So while he's massaging you, you can actually like suck his dick or Somebody else can come and be sucking his shit while he's doing you. So he's not only a chiropractor, he's also a masseuse. So, oh, I'm like, well, this yeah. sounds like a good time. So, um, this will be dropping the week before your, well, this is dropping Monday. So, how can they get tickets? Is it still tickets um, to get? Email hard or soft pod, P O D, at gmail.com. We'll send you a vetting form and, uh, after we vet you, we check your social media, we check the type of person you are, we watch your tweets, your Instagram, whatever it is, right? Um, ask you certain questions that you ask, that you answer, and uh, see if you're a good fit for the crowd. Because not everybody can be in there. I've had dudes come in there, they're drunk, they're sipping Hennessy and all. I don't even want nobody that drinks Hennessy. I don't want, I don't want nobody to drink Hennessy. Because Hennessy is a, a drink that takes over who you are. Yeah. It's, women yeah. need to feel safe and as a man throwing one i have women that run it but as a man throwing one i always want to make sure that i'm looking out for the ladies because niggas we could do whatever we want anytime we are right you know what i'm saying we we think about our knuckles or our, our gun knife whatever to protect us women don't have that mm-hmm. 
And in a sexual space, anything can happen to violate a woman. You know what I'm saying? And then niggas is cringy. Niggas, I remember. Say it again. Niggas is cringy. (laughs) Because we don't know how to act. And it's not that we mean to be that way, but we don't think women first when we move. Right? Mm -hmm. So we're just like, yo, you hear the play party, you hear the fuck. Yeah, but that's just not how you talk to her. She might have fucked four or five people. That don't mean that's just how you come at her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to make her feel like a lady. You still got to make her feel important. Your own idea of sex and dirty or whatever, a freak, host, quote, poor, slut, whatever, <laughs> is getting in the way of you accepting this person as a sexual being. And so now you come at her like, yo, what up? You grab her ass. Why would you grab her ass? Why would you just grab her ass? You, didn't, you don't know this person from nowhere. We so them. my, you know, the job for men and for any curator of these spaces is to make sure that you invite people in that are respectful. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm having a Zoom class for men uh, the days before the play party so that we can talk about how to approach women, how to accept. I love this. Rules of engagement. Huh? I said it's like rules of engagement. Yeah, because but also it's because I feel like Black men are misunderstood. I feel like the world grooms us to be hard but then condemns us for being hard. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, we don't know. It's not like we want to be the per- the bad guy. You know what I'm saying? But we've been raised to be that way. And if it's not, fair. then you a sucker. Or you are, oh, he, you know, a lot of homophobia or whatever. So you try to present yourself in a way like you can't play with me. But you can't code switch a lot of times when that's how you've... Mm-hmm. Um, been your whole life. So my thing is to have the Zoom for guys and say, okay, in this situation, what would you do? Uh-uh. Wait, this is how you address that. This is how you do that. And, the other. and I think it's good for them because they get more play. They don't look at it as creepy. And it's good for the women too because they don't feel as... I absolutely uh, love that though. Yeah, yeah. That's so dope. Yeah. All right. I do this thing called the breakdown. So I'm just gonna say a word. You just say the first thing that comes to mind. It could be a sound. It could be a phrase. You make lovely sounds. You should do like. Um, have you heard that app? Like you should read. Like really get paid for it though, because I know you do the erotica stuff. But you like it's, really should get paid for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all, all right. First one, black women. Sexy. Play parties. You thinking real hard. Energy. Spit. My dick. <laughs> Bondage. Tickle. Pussy. Fire. Floggers. I got six of them. Ooh. Last one. I don't even think we talked about this. Anal. Send that. (laughs) Send that. However you want it. Me and yours, yours and mine. Send it. Send it. And I ain't ain't really, you know, it's crazy because people like, oh, pegging, pegging. I feel like you... If you can accept the fact that this is a hole that has an erotic zone, that's cool. 
I'm not into being pegged because I'm not a submissive. Mm-hmm. I'm not submissive. Period. That's just it. But I, yo, my girl was hit with tongue in my shit down the other day, jerking my shit. She was in there. I'm like this. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> like, yo, yo. And it's because I'm so comfortable with her. I don't think about the judgment part. Yeah. And there is an erotic zone there. So she going hand with this and she tonguing the other shit with that. And the fact that she going so hard got me like twisted in the bed, like, oh shit. But I think there is a thing that needs to be addressed with women and men's ass. Y'all got a problem. Y'all need to stop. Everybody's not into it. Every anxiety for women Anxiety for men exists the same way it exists for women as well. If a guy is not into it, why are you trying to force Don't it on him? Don't keep doing it. Yeah. Why are you trying to force it on him? If that's not his thing, like, you, you baby and you, you can tell. Even without a guy saying it, you can tell, right? So if you're getting ahead and you're going down to the gooch and you you feel the boot, the booty cheeks going, then yeah, you know. He, crunch around your Yeah, like, face. stop. <laughs> but women have this thing. Oh, but that's when your prostate is. Oh, it's got to feel good. It don't feel, if I'm anxiety, if a woman's feeling anxious, her pussy dries right up. Just like that. And it don't matter that it's supposed to get wet. It don't matter that she like fucking you or she likes sex, whatever. If she feels tense or whatever, pussy dries right up. It's the same thing about a guy. I'm not saying his asshole dries up. I'm saying that <laughs> he is not going to enjoy this experience if he's scarred like that. If he don't trust you like that, don't try to force. And then even if a dude does, everybody don't like everything. Just, just, just understand that every single body don't like everything. So it's okay. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? You try it. It don't work. Leave it. Cause I am somebody like that. Like I remember the first time a nigga ate my ass and I was like, Oh, this is on the this is what we're doing now. <laughs> like I didn't know Did how to feel about it? it. Did you enjoy it? Because anxiety can stop you from enjoying. And so that's the thing. I think that first time I was so like, what the fuck is happening that I, I couldn't let oh, go. Like there's shit swirling around you. <laughs> so I was just like, what's what is going on? You're like, is that my butt? <laughs> but I will say with this same person though. He really gave me an appreciation for anal that I did not have. Um, so I ain't fuck with the tongue, but his big ass dick could go in my booty. Like that, <laughs> that was okay. I ain't gonna hold that. That is the, that's the ultimate man. That, I get you no. Know, I have a lot of fun. I have a lot of fun with sex, and that's, that's the way you should do. It. I think that's why I enjoy following you because. You follow so many men who think eating pussy is freaky and out there. And it's like, so to see a black man who is hosting sex party or play parties and using vibrators and male sex toys, that's just, that's flames to me. So, yo, I, I am, you know, I will say this. I'm older. I've gotten to the point where. I realized the reason I'm okay with doing a lot of the things is because I don't go around a bunch of niggas every day that I'm worried about how they feel about who I am. Mm -hmm. I'm me. 
by myself. I'm always by myself. I don't have, to, I don't worry about what my brother's going to say I'm only child. I don't worry about what my friends going to say I don't have many friends who don't serve a certain purpose in my life. I am a family oriented guy that has a dark side in his personal life. Or if it's dark, quote unquote, dark, mm-hmm. dark, quote unquote, because I actually like purple. So it's, and it's light purple. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't feel the need to subscribe to what other people do. I just don't. And I think that a lot of us do. A lot yeah. of us say, yo, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck, but I don't give a fuck. But you do. Because everybody else is going to accept me not giving a fuck. Yeah. So you do. You, do. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> not giving a fuck sometimes means you give a fuck. Yeah. Which is a bar. People not even going to understand that. Not giving a fuck about what everybody else is going to say because you care about some shit. You understand what I'm saying? You still care so, about the perception, right? Like, I need to be perceived this way. The image is everything, especially the black men and then black women, too, because a lot of black women push homophobia. Um, they're scared of what people are going to say um, if they accept some shit. Um, yeah, because it's definitely d- double standard. And I think she and I talked about that on an episode about would we date bisexual men? And it's definitely a level of toxicity there that needs to be unlearned i think for a lot of black women and myself included because i i can say like i can say it but i'm like in practice would i i feel like women themselves y'all just been in competition your whole life Mm -hmm. that's That's a good point actually i think the the idea of dating a bisexual man isn't about him liking dudes it's well, for a lot of women who, cause a lot of women who date, who have gay friends or accept gayness, whatever. Yeah, no, I, it's still I think that's, bisexual you hit the men. nail on the head. It's the competition. It's because the competition. I, I got to worry about bitches and niggas. <laughs> I, can't with that. I don't want to have to worry about when you going out with your friends is you getting your dick sucked or you getting fucked or whatever, or you fucking somebody, especially because the gay community, especially men um, are very sex. Mm. They, they, sex is a, they, hey, That's hey, important. They gonna fuck, <laughs> they gonna fuck something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So now, do I have to worry about you having that desire? And I'm home waiting for you. I'm up with my girls, and you up doing you. I think the competition factor is just too much. No, I think that. you hit the nail on the head with that. Like, I'm, I got to worry about niggas and bitches versus yeah. just worrying about these bitches. So I think that's a big deal. I do too. Well, Tahoe, if you could tell everyone where they can find you on social media, where they can listen to your podcast. Um, my name personally is Tahoe underscore TV. I'm an Instagram person, personality. I talk a lot of shit. Um, he is a personality. I have a good time. <laughs> um, in my stories, you can go check that out or you can see some of the videos I do. But I also do two podcasts. One is called So Shameless Podcast. So Shameless. It's shame has an E, not shameless. It's shame. It's no shame. <laughs> Where me and my brother, my friend, DJ Trauma, NYC, speak and try to convince this young lady, Miss Daja Bell, <laughs> that she ain't right all the time, but she's always right. Um, and it's, it's a really good conversation. We talk about the urban culture. We talk about life. We talk about relationships. Um, and we do it in a way that's very entertaining. Now, I also have a podcast about sex. It's called Heart of Soft. And I invite people from the sex world, whether they are dominatrices, whether they squirt a lot, whether they are 
pets. They might believe that they might like being a cat or might like being a dog or an alligator or whatever. And we talk about their kinks. We talk about the things that they do in their lives. We talk about being polyamorous. Mm -hmm. And um, we also talk about me and my relationship and the things that we do. So that's hard or soft podcasts. All of these things are on all streaming platforms. You can find us on YouTube if you want to watch. If you want to watch, do a voyeur. Go and watch. Get on YouTube, subscribe. So I'll be sure to link those in the show notes. And Tyler, I'm so happy that I was able to finally have you here. Oh, are you coming to my New York show? I am coming to your New York show. I'd love to be a guest, by the way. So if you have any, if you want to, call me up. But I want to tell you something. Don't be afraid to reach out to people because I had to reach out to you. I had to tell she. I was like, yo, tell her, let me on her show. Don't be afraid to reach out, man. These people, fuck them. Fuck podcasters. <laughs> fuck you know, some, them. People, some people be on their Hollywood shit, right? Fuck and them. so I'm not, you know, I'm an anti-podcaster person. I don't like most of them. And I feel like we've gotten to the point where we've built our heads up to think we're that important. We're just regular people with something to it's say. Just regular fucking people. With something to it, say. It, I know, you have way bigger of a following than I do. And it freaks me out when I go out here, when people are like, oh my God, that's Booney. Yes. That is I love hard it. to understand. I love, I love like, it. I appreciate it, but then a part of me is like, who's calling money? Right? <laughs> so, it is very cool. I do love it. So, I can only imagine somebody with your size platform. It happens to me almost every day. And um, I really enjoy it, but I still tell most people, like, I'm just a human being. Can you take a picture of me? Why not? I love that. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think that we need to feel more comfortable sharing with each other. We are, we have a great thing going on with this podcast and YouTube thing, and we need to build each other up. And so I'm here to help whoever I can. You know what I'm saying? Like, it don't take no sweat off my back to do so. I don't have an overinflated sense of self. I, I love shit. It. It's like everybody else. But a lot of people don't, which is the part that is kind of gross about it. So, well, look, I'm going to text you. We will talk offline. But again, I really do appreciate you doing well, this. My pleasure. Thank you so much. All right, y'all. That is it for season 11 of the Booney Breakdown podcast. I want to thank Ty Ho so much for coming on and being a guest. And y'all heard him. I'm letting y'all know in this episode, the new flyer for New York is dropping. I think it will be amazing. And I told him this to have him playing against our problematic fave, Brian. So I think adding Tahoe to this lineup creates a different texture for this show, a different conversation. And I am excited about it. So again, you can get your tickets to the Booney Breakdown live in New York by heading over to thebooneybreakdown.com backslash live. It is linked in the show notes. It's in my Instagram bio link, all of that shit. It's so many places, um, ways you can get to that site to get the tickets. Um, But I am really looking forward to this New York show. Be sure to support our sponsor, Dane Products. You can use the code Booney10 to save 10% on your purchase over there. So, all right, we're wrapping up. I'm for real taking a break now (laughs) for the summer. Baltimore, I will see you this Saturday, July 23rd. New York, we're there August 13th. We'll be back for season 12 after Labor Day in September. And so that is it, all right? I am so excited. I can't wait to do these live shows this summer. I can't wait to see all of you great folks out there. Um, And also, you know, 
we got some new shit coming new merch and all that great stuff so you know I'll see y'all on the other side. But if you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to listen, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, YouTube, or your favorite apps. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review. You might just hear a review on the next episode. Follow us on all social media. Share the episode with those you love, those you don't love, those you fucking hate. I don't make these pretty images for nothing, okay? Have a dope-ass next couple weeks. Stay healthy, safe, and sane. Enjoy the rest of your summer. Thank you for listening. And remember, the ratchet in me always honors the motherfucking ratchet in you. Until next time.